Lee, do take a seat. Um, so, Lee, um, do you want to just tell everybody um, who you are and uh, what you do? Okay. Um, I'm Lee, I'm Lee Hills. I'm the lesser half of Amanda Hills, my wife. We have four children and I'm an accountant and run an office in Worthing. Brilliant. And um, I, just, I just wanted you to kind of come up here and just talk to us about what has Jesus dying and what has the cross meant for you in your life? Um, I've been thinking about this for the last two or three days since you asked me. But um, I think what, what the cross symbolises for me is, is my identity, really. Is, and um, with Jesus dying on the cross, the acceptance of who I am in God. When um, identity's been a big thing for me, been a big thing for my family, my growing up family. Um, my parents both had a struggle with their identity. My dad was a Bernardo's boy, so he, um, his parents died when he was very young. And my mum um, lost her father. Her father walked out on her and her mum when she was when she was young. So their identity was skewed by the way they didn't really know who they were either. Now, um, how that how that played out for them is um, they got they met very young. They met when they were sixteen, and my my mum. My they, my mum became pregnant with my older brother, um, so they together got married qu- quickly at that time, and um, obviously began their life together. So it's always been it's been a blessing to have young parents um, because within four years I'd arrived as well, um, and my sister in between. <laughs> so there was lots of us, but um, my dad had always struggled with. He didn't really know who he was because he, his, like I said, his parents had died when he was young. So he had formed that, his identity in wealth. And whilst um, having nothing to start with, um, soon accumulated um, great wealth, really. And um, I was very fortunate to have to tap into that when I was younger. So how did you, how did that affect your identity and how did you become a Christian? Um, Being, I'd always wondered who I was like because um, it was quite confusing growing up for me um, because I, being the youngest of three, I was always, um, my, I was always told that um, I wasn't a planned baby at all. So um, whilst that was laughed at, shrugged, you know, I shrugged that off. But um, I think it did, it did affect me on some level. And also um, family members would always, brothers, sisters, cousins, would always, would always question who I was um, because I was nothing like my siblings and I was nothing like my dad who was, who was the main person as a boy growing up your dad's your focal point. So people would say, look, Lee, who are you? You're nothing like your dad. You're nothing like your brothers and sisters. And then um, growing up, 
I used to I used to mix a lot. I was always with my mum. I was really my mum's blue-eyed boy. So I was always with her. And um, all her friends used to say, you're nothing like your family. Um, you're so funny. You're so whatever. But um, when I used to hang out with my with my mum's mum, my nan, um, all her friends would say, you're the absolute spitting image of your mum's dad because they had obviously they obviously knew who he was. And it was quite confusing growing up because um, I, was, I was nothing like the people I lived with. I was told I was nothing like the people I lived with, but I was identical to a man that I'd never met. And nobody ever knew, and nobody knew either. So um, it was. It, I was always struggling with my identity. Who am I? Who? Who? Which is would strike as a surprise to a lot of people because I am a very confident person. But um, that that came later on in life. But certainly growing up, I just think it, it's just think it really it really taps into identity at the moment. Really taps into where the world is. Many people now with social media have multiple identities. Identities they want to show, identities that they want to keep secret. And um, certainly for me, growing up, was I was always wondering, who am I? Who am I? Um, so it got to a point when I was in my teenage years that, um, that I actually sat my mum down and I said, look, mum, am I adopted? And it wasn't meant in a funny way. I wasn't asking a rhetorical question. I was just asking, I asked her one evening, I'm like nobody I live with. And I'm told by everybody around us that I'm like nobody they know, apart from a man that nobody knew. <laughs> so, um, so she obviously assured me that yes, uh, I, you know, I am, the, her, my mum and dad are my mum and dad. So um, we, and that was, you know, that was fine at that moment. But um, as I started getting into my late teenage years, like I, like I said earlier, I was always with my mum. So I was, I've always been very comfortable with women, with girls, because I, I don't find communicating a threat so um, I was actually challenged one time, well, a couple of times, where the people would ask me, Lee, are you gay? So I'd say, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I really am. I really was. I'm trying to put across to you, I really was struggling with my identity. Who was I? And by this time, I'd met Amanda, and um, we, we had just um, started going out together. And um, it became apparent that um, that she was going to be certainly from an early stage. It became apparent that I wanted to marry her. Um, within months of meeting her, I wanted to marry her, and um, that's where you know our life started then. So, how did you find God then? So, you you're not from like your family aren't Christians, no. ne- never gone no. to church. No. Um, uh, so, what was it that led you to God? Um, Amanda and I were students. Amanda and I have been together forever, really, since we were about since we were seventeen. And um, I had during this time, 
Um, I had, we were both students at the time, and Amanda had started attending um, a Christian Union events at her university. So she started this relationship with God. And um, I had, I used to attend with her, but um, I was going through a bit of turmoil at home because, like I said, growing up was very, I was very affluent. So, um, I, you know, my parents had said, you don't need God. You don't need, you just, you just need to work. You have everything that you need. Um, we had two farms. We had um, houses that my dad would build that, would, that he, they'd always planned that we, we would all live together. So they were all set up for my parents and their children to all live together with their children. And um, I was struggling, just saying, but I don't want any of this. I don't, it doesn't mean anything to me. So as we started attending cr- these Christian Union events, Amanda started building up her faith in God. And um, I was becoming even probably a bit more confused because um, she was telling me, you know, this is the real deal, Lee. This is, this is what we need. And, and I was still under pressure with my parents saying, you don't need any of that. Um, that's you know Amanda needs that but you don't so um, it came to a bit of a to a bit of a point when I was about 21 Um, I had started Amanda and I were now living together and um, Amanda had continued to build her relationship with God and um, by this time my my parent what my dad had said look if you're not going to go my way I, I can't, I'm, you're going to, I'm going to cut you off. So, so that's what he did. So essentially I then had to get rid of, or I had to put down all those material things I was used to. By this time my parents had bought my brother a house and I bought my sister a house and I was living in a house that I had had to buy. I know people think, oh, poor you. We all have to buy our own houses. But um, it was but it was a big thing at the time because the whole of my family's identity was in the wealth that they built up. Um, and I was just known as that kid who lived in that house. And so it was, it was difficult. But Amanda, So Amanda and I were living in, in Littlehampton. And one night I had... Um, she had gone off to a prayer meeting. I still didn't really have any relationship with God going on. But um, she'd gone off to a prayer meeting and I, I, I just that night just made, had an encounter with God that um, was undeniable. And when Amanda came home, um, I sat her down and I just said, I think I've just become a Christian. And um, that's how it started. And how did that change your life and how has that changed your identity and how you see yourself? Well, I started obviously going to church and learning about this character called Jesus, learning about who he was, who he is, and and how God created you. Now, going back to, because I'd always been... I'd always accepted I was an unplanned pregnancy. So how does that work with God's creation? And, um, and also, um, 
when I, when I was first born, for the first six weeks, I was, I was very ill. I was in an incubator and in um, intensive care for the first six weeks. So um, I'd always wondered with God, what was that all about? So um, I, I was still struggling because I was, by this time, my, pressure, my family were putting me under even more pressure, saying, Lee, look how you're living. You could be over here, and you could be receiving all the fruits that my siblings were having and that my parents had. Um, but um, Amanda, I, I just reached a point shortly afterwards where I just said to Amanda, I just don't know who I am anymore. I don't know who I am. And I, I'm wanting to do... I wanting to do become a Christian, but I've got this pull on my life that's telling me, well, over here is actually where you want to be. And so um, I, I one day just sat down in the lounge of our house and I, I did a really a verbal contract with God. And I just said to him, look, I, I want to be yours. I've got my house. I've got my girl. And... Um, and I've got you. And if this is if this is it, I'm happy. I'm laying everything down. So I laid everything down that I'd ever known. My parents, every material wealth that I'd ever enjoyed, and started my, and committed myself to God and to Amanda. And um, really, I've never looked back. That's amazing. And uh, tell us. I know that you've been on the four M. Is it called for, is it 4M? Yeah, 4M. I was going it the wrong way around. Yeah, it's um, not the M4. No. Um, that's good, isn't it? Because that would be really dangerous, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't would it? <laughs> um, but I know, do you want to just talk a little bit about that and some of the things that have really spoken to you through that? Yeah, sure. Uh, once again, I, I said earlier about how people had told me I wasn't like anybody that they knew. <laughs> so um, one of those things that... Um, I was always told is that I was like Frank Spencer because I can, I can be slightly challenging when it comes to um, when, it, when it comes to DIY and so uh, I started thinking about um, whenever anything needs doing in the house um, we always get somebody to do it because it's really dangerous if I do and, when, and we actually have in that way we have a role reversal Amanda and I because I remember with our first house, she wallpapered it and I made the tea. And that, that is really true. That's what happened. And um, so I was a little bit nervous about going on 4M because um, I can't, I just, I'm not that person. But Oliver, my eldest son, was desperate to go. And so Stu said, look, he's, he's too young, but um, if, if he wants to go, your dad's got to come with you. So Oliver looked at me and I said, oh, go on then, I'll come. So um, I have to say that was the start of an amazing change in my life over the last three years as well, where, um, where I have suddenly realised that um, I'm not that person. I am everything that God wanted me to be. God showed me through 4M that, um, that I can be... I'm not. I'm not that person. I, I'm full. He is. I am. I am who I am meant to be. So, um, I've. I've had. I, it's. It's changed my life really. Um, the way that I'm able to 
walk further than I ever thought I could do. I can push myself further than I ever wanted to, ever should do. And um, I love it. I, I really love it. What do you actually have to do on it? You're not allowed to say, because that's the oh. secret. Is it, can you just give us a rough outline? Um, you've, you've basically got to... Um, you've just got to push yourself. You've just got to walk. You're given... You don't really know what you've got to do, to tell you the truth. Everyone's different. So you turn up, and what you think it's going to be, it isn't. And what you hope it's not, it kind of is. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> But um, I love the challenge. I love, I, lo I love the way that you reach the end of yourself and um, it gives you lots of room for God to then come in and, 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 keep, and keep pushing you on, keep pushing you on. It's it really has changed me. It really has. Amazing. Anything else you want to say? Anything? Well, I said at the beginning about social media... And um, I think the most important lesson that I've learned with God is that it's very, very important to be who he has created you to be. I think um, I'm wanting to, um, to, really, to really get across that we're not, we're not the badges that people put on ourselves. We're not the life that we want to allude to. We're not the, we're, we are who we are. And I think you can be... If you take on board everything that, everything that God has created you to be and put down everything that you think the world wants you to be, you're going to live a full, full life and be, um, and be an amazing, amazing witness to anybody who doesn't know God. That's what I think. That's brilliant. Do you want to pray for us? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Shall we? Let's stand up, shall we, together? Band, if you want to come back up, we'll have one last song. But Lee, you just... Away you go. Heavenly Father, I just, I thank you for your, I thank you for the cost that you paid. Lord, I just... I'm full of wonder for the love that you showed for me in my life and for the love that you still show for everybody. Lord, I just pray that you make everybody's, their identity in you clear, Lord. Lord, I pray that people put down what isn't of you and they pick up what is. Heavenly Father, thank you for that strong identity that have now, that's now lasted for 2,000 years. And Lord, I just pray that it shines and that people will grab hold of more of you and less of themselves. Do that, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Brilliant. Let's give him a round of applause, shall we? Fantastic. Thank you, Lee. Thank you.